0: this is dreamwalker 1960 as a reminder you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com you can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen all you need to do is do a search for dreamwalker1960 time to time i encounter those that wish to attack my podcast i have learned to be very long-suffering In one of these recent meetings, the person claimed I was not working through the Holy Spirit because they found evidence of things that Christ forgave long ago on my Facebook page. They became haughty and self-righteous, claiming they had been proven right. This was truly something that was sad. This person crossed a line, and the Bible has verses addressing this. Matthew 7, 1 through 6, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. For you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of the speck in your eye when you can't get past the log in your own eye. Hypocrite! First get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. They will trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. I have done Bible studies upon this in the past, podcast number 57, a study of the verses about judging one another, so I will not go into that. Why I have read these verses is because that is what occurred that day. The person judged what I had posted. When it comes to these podcasts, I do my best to pray and allow the Holy Spirit to guide my hand especially in the case of the message this person decided to make their judgment about, which was podcast number 102, The Seven Letters of the Book of Revelation, for this moment in time. We must understand that we are in the last days. In my last podcast I was guided to post these verses. 1 Peter 4, 12-19 Dear Friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through, as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad, for these trials make you partners with Christ in His suffering, so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing His glory when it is revealed to all the world. If you are insulted because you bear the name of Christ, you will be blessed. For the glorious Spirit of God rest upon you. If you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs. But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by His name. For the time has come for judgment, and it must begin with God's household. And if judgment begins with us, what terrible fate awaits those who have never obeyed God's good news? And also, if the righteous are barely saved, what will happen to godless sinners? So if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right, and trust your lives to the God who created you, for He will never fail you. Those within the seven churches, as I was guided to explain, are not all of the body of Christ. They may have been, but they are no longer. It is this factor that caused this person to become so zealous. Let me now restate that part of the podcast which made this person enter into sin and cause for themselves a greater burden upon their soul. In the fifth letter to the churches, Revelation 3 1 through 6. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write These things say he who had the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. They are ready to die, for I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard, hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. You have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments. And I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. What is important at this very moment? This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold Spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do and that you have the reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up, strengthen what little remains, for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Go back to what you heard and believed at first. Hold to it firmly. Repent and turn to me again. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly, as unexpected as a thief. Yet there are some in the church of Sardis who have not soiled their clothes with evil. They will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. All who are victorious will be clothed in white. I will never erase their names from the book of life, but I will announce them before my father and his angels that they are mine. anyone with an ear to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches." This is addressed to those that have embraced the false teaching of once saved, always saved. The very first sentence says volumes. You have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. A blanket statement that their names have been blotted out of the Book of Life. A power given to Christ Jesus and a power He does use. Many are those that embrace the light and with zealousness attack those that have shown patience and love in trying to help them awaken to the truth by showing them the truth who is Jesus Christ our Savior. I have done past podcasts on this very letter. One of them is podcast number 75, Sardis. Within these studies, I established an important fact from the words of the glorified Jesus Christ. Revelation 3.5 He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. I will not blot out his name from the book of life. I have broken this verse down into the Greek and explained that this is one of the various verses within the Bible that makes it very clear that the teachings of once saved, always saved is false. However, I will restate the important word in this sentence. Blot out, to smear out, that is obliterate, erase, wipe away. Christ Jesus was given the ability to not only add names to the book of life, but to remove them as well. This means that salvation can be lost. So you cannot always be saved. These are the words of the glorified Jesus Christ. To deny these words is to deny He who spoke them. Matthew 10.33 But whosoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. To be denied to God means again you cannot continue in salvation. This is sad, but it is truth Hebrews four twelve for the Word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart. If you do not feel pain, then you do not hear the true word of God. But a false teaching, for a false teaching is people-pleasing as witnessed in Galatians 1. Galatians 1, 6-10 I am shocked that you are turned away so soon from God, who called you to himself through the loving mercy of Christ. You are following a different way that pretends to be the good news. But it is not the good news at all. You are being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth concerning Christ. Let God's curse fall on anyone, including us or even an angel from heaven, who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preach to you. I say again what we have said before. If anyone preaches any other good news than the one you welcomed, Let that person be cursed. Obviously, I am not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If people pleasing were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Those who seek to please people teach things like you cannot lose your salvation. Well Christ himself said this, John 15 1-6, I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser; Each branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Cannot be a part of the vine unless you are born again. Yet Christ makes it very clear that a branch upon the vine can be removed and cast into the fires of damnation. These are again the words of Christ. So those that challenge and attack do not challenge and attack the person saying the truth, but he who spoke the words. That is what is truly and completely sad. They attack God with such vehemence because they sorely wish the words that counter the lie they have embraced to be wrong. Yes, I said they attack God through His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who asked God to send us the Comforter who is the Holy Spirit. Because a human speaks, they are blinded to the truth that is God they attack. But yet there is need for more verification. When these people attack, they do so in not a very kind manner. What does the Bible say about this? We can look to two letters, Galatians five nineteen through 21 When you follow desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasure idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Timothy chapter six, three through 5 If anyone teaches otherwise, and does not consent to the wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words, from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil suspicions, useless wrangling of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth who suppose that godliness is a means of gain from such withdraw yourself when those that attack the word of God because it does not fit into their area of comfort they do so in hostility and they resort to quarreling displaying outbursts of anger thus causing dissension and division. All of this is evidence of what? That they are following their sinful nature. Yet more evidence that salvation is dying within them. They are obsessed with disputes and arguments over words. Yet when they feel they are victorious in their attacks against God, they show pride. Do they not see that they are not right with God? No, they do not. Most refuse to give way to the truth. Here is part of that truth, Isaiah 66, 24, And they shall go forth and look upon the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me. For their worm does not die, and their fire is not quenched they shall be an abomination to all flesh. Anger rises up once again. Shouting is going on that I am saying they are destined for the lake of fire. Did I say that? Did I imply that? No, it was their own guilty consciences. What else does the Bible say? Romans chapter 2 verses 1 through 11. You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad, and you have no excuse. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourselves, for you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God, in His justice, will punish anyone who does such things. Since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same thing? Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that His kindness is intended to turn you from your sins? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sins you are storing up terrible punishment for yourselves for a day of anger is coming when god's righteous judgment will be revealed he will judge everyone according to what they have done he will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that god offers But He will pour out His anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good for the Jew first and also for the Gentile, for God does not show favoritism. These words were written to those that professed to being quote-unquote Christian. It is made clear that they too will face God's judgment if they continue to live in evil, once again backing up the words of Christ Himself. It is time to repent. It is time to live like true Christians, for Jesus Christ is soon to return. And if you wish to make that first rapture, you must make yourself truly His followers. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name
1: for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the is the only name to remember